Welcome back to Wax Wednesdays. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And it's Metal Week. Yeah, well, Glam Metal Week, really. It's, it's Metal Week. Metal. Well, it's too, uh, really. It's Metal Week. We're going to ignore Glam Metal. <laughs> and I'm just going to play records. It's the podcast I've always wanted. I've been wanting to do this ever since I saw The Dirt, probably. The uh, Motley Crue film that based on the book called The Dirt. It's really good. That Netflix original? Yeah, I'd recommend it. But more so, the soundtrack in that is fucking killer. It just goes into... All the stories of the 80s Motley Crue, like the biggest rug band in the world going around the world. And it's just like everything you can imagine plus more. Like we're talking about stories of like ants being snorted through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> through when they, yeah. When they, they were trying to one-up Ozzy Osbourne, which is never going to happen. No. Nah. <laughs> Those guys were fucking crazy. I can't believe they're all still alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, like, look at Keith Richards. Well, one of them technically died, but he got brought back to life. <laughs> he OD'd and he was dead for like a minute or something, apparently. Like. Um, but then he got brought back and he's, he was all good. There you go. I can't actually speak for the party habits. Or well, maybe. But I also can't really speak for the party habits of any of the bands I'm going to play, but I can speak for their music. And I guess some of the stuff that you are going to Well, play. speaking of Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath will be in there as well. Wow, yeah, yeah that, that, that they will. And some of the stuff I'll be playing takes some pretty direct influence from bands like Black Sabbath and Metallica, but particularly Black Sabbath. Yeah. Well, um, let's keep... How PG should we keep this? Or should we just go full throttle? Mate, we're two? playing metal, not at all. <laughs> well, that's, well, let's just talk about how, everyone's heroin addictions. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was really intense back then. This was like the rise of when rock, god, rock legends were really like the gods of the earth. And people idolize them as much as like the biggest artists of today. I guess showmanship transitioning from, you know, actually having a, like pushing the envelope with music, which they were doing, but you know, like the Stones and stuff, like whilst they were showmans, they weren't like painting their faces in hectic black and white camouflage, wearing 14 inch heels and getting their tongue snipped in half so they can poke two out kind of deal. Yeah, these are the good days. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like a transition to like fireworks, guns and, you know, blazing glory. Yeah. Eating a bat on stage or whatever. Was that Ozzy Osbourne? That was Osbourne, yeah. He ate a bat on stage. One of his infamous things he did, among others. Yeah. But I'm But also the music was sick as well. And I think that, like, I think the outfits and the showmanship and that whole entertainment experience detracts from the fact that the music was actually- Do you think it overshadowed it? Yeah, it did. That's not what what I- I don't associate Kiss with good music. I associate them with like four guys dressing up on stage with big hair. Interesting. But do you know a lot of Kiss music then? I do know a lot of Kiss music, yeah. Because I love Kiss- and Kiss Music, um, I think it's all part of the show. Like it was back, th- that was a thing though. We're not yeah, talking like about this, and nowadays. And like 80s like, like face melting guitar solos. Yeah, like this is before like they really had big music videos. Like <laughs> there was barely any of that. It was just like, this was their show. Was it when MTV sort of started? Yeah, like the first person, the first black guy on MTV was Aerosmith, Talk of the Times. So it was like late 80s. That would be some records to play, actually. Oh, fucking Chris Cornell. Holy shit. I'm so unprepared. So Motley Crue, talking to Motley Crue, Motley Crue's first ever Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Motley Crue's first ever gig was in a small shitty band and they apparently, they got into a massive fight and it was a huge brawl in the pub and the show finished like that. <laughs> Is that, where did they get their name Motley Crue from? Oh, uh, it was, they came up with some other names. It was so shit. And then it was a lot of spitballing and then one guy came up with it. I can't remember. It was like, they're all from different backgrounds. They're all hilarious. Like if you actually single them out individually, they, like, they have match. no right to be making music together. Righto. Like that's why it's like, oh, they're the biggest Motley crew. Like it's like the biggest misfits of all misfits in a misfitted room. <laughs> well, there we go. 
Yeah, like we're talking like the, the lead singer is like Tommy Lee was the drummer, right? But and he got together. He saw that he had this poster of this artist on his wall. He went to the gig and just started fucking fucking this guy and was like, "I want to be in your band." And his band just uh, finished, and that was uh, Nikki Six. No, sorry, that was yeah, Nikki Six. And they're like, "Fuck it." Let's get a band going. And then they uh, met Vince Neil. He's like a kind of like this showboaty kind of private school kid playing like pop music at the time. And they found him at like a house party. And then they found Mick Mars, who's like this old delinquent guy who rocked up into their apartment and has played some fucking ravaged tunes. And they're like, right, you're in. <laughs> he was like 10, 15 years older than them at the time. <laughs> and he came up with the name Motley Crue. So yeah, they all come from are, different are they all backgrounds. S- still alive? None of them are deceased. No, they're all still alive. They've gone. They went their separate ways, and a few other band members that came on since then. But yeah, they're all uh, they're all kicking on. Oh, there you go. That's a shock to us all. Yeah, they're like sixty years old. Well, that's Nikki Six. He's the one who uh, passed away for a little bit and then came back to life. Okay, so they've died intermittently. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they're all between the ages of sixty to seventy-five now. Oh, nice. So, what's what's your lineup? What are you playing? Oh, I guess I got to play Motley Crue now, don't I? Oh, I, I we, we would assume, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll play uh, Motley Crue, we'll play Kiss, and then we'll play some Black Sabbath. Started with the old school glam metal. Nice, I'll back it in with some current New World metal. Maybe. Woo! Boys, I'm going on to smoke it in. 
the lovely voice of Ozzy Osbourne. He's not too... <laughs> in his glory days, that, he's, that guy's classic. I actually <laughs> love Black Sabbath. Me too. Do you know, for those who might know, not know Ozzy Osbourne, do you know what his uh, job history is like? Do you, know, do you know what his resume, his previous work is? Oh, I'd love to see like his resume highlights. Oh, well, he started is as Is he pretty a, employable? Yeah, well, let's say, I'll say what he's previously done and you tell me if he's right for the job, right? Yeah. Well, hang on, what are we hiring for? Um, I don't know, maybe a new pirate? Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, he's in. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to audition. <laughs> but for those who don't know, you can tell us if he's a... Everyone should know him. But if you don't know his history, this is what it is, right? Started out by testing car horns. Then he became... <laughs> that was, that's his job. <laughs> then, he was a <laughs> then he was a plumber. I mean, yeah, okay. Then he's a self-confessed thief. And then maybe... <laughs> Maybe his most surprising, but also maybe least surprising, was his job in the Digbeth Slaughterhouse which he, when he was 16 years old. And apparently he really excelled at it. He was in charge of slicing open carcasses and removing the gunk and was promoted to cow killer. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Wow. He, yeah, nice. So yeah, and then yeah, Everyone's got aspirations, I guess. Yeah, and then he obviously was specializing in cow stomachs and killing pigs. And then naturally uh, Black Sabbath was born. Just a natural progression. To be in that band, I imagine. Yeah. And then he finally joined Wax Wednesday. So welcome, Ozzy, to the show. Yeah, Ozzy, you're hired. <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, the second one I played was Kiss, who uh, actually just yes, uh, a couple of weeks ago performed uh, on the South Australian coastline for Great White Sharks, thinking that the sound waves of the <laughs> sound waves of the guitar will attract the sharks. Yeah. So for those of you who bought tickets to the Kiss concerts, wondering why they cancelled, uh, there's your reason. Yeah, they only play for sharks now. And apparently 50 people turned up <laughs> and no sharks. Bad luck. <laughs> but yeah, and then the first one was Motley Crue. So yeah, what have you, uh, what have you got in store for us, Louis? Well, Can you give us some uh, notorious stories like those? I don't think I have notorious stories like those. I could, I could probably speak more for the music than anything else. Um, I'm going to play some bands I've kind of been itching to play for quite a while. One of them being Orb, a Geelong outfit run by sort of like this Geelong musical genius, Zach Olsen, who's got a number of side projects, all varying. Um, his own pro, like his current solo project, Traffic Islands, it's a bit more of like a bit of a happy kind of like a, yeah, more of a Beatles sort of folk style, whereas Orb, Orb and Black Sabbath, it's a pretty straight line to draw between the two. Like they've, you know, a lot of Orbs. Um, yeah, you're playing them before. Stuff. You can hardly yeah. even tell who is who. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, that underlying sort of like sludgy do, 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 that sort of yeah, like rhythmic. Yeah, for sure. Do, yeah. Do, do, it's very do. evident. So I'm going to play something off their first album, that album being Birth. It was put out on Flightless Records and Castle Face. Then are they known to uh, eat heads off doves or bats or anything like that? Not that I know of. <laughs> Not that I know of. Um, I mean, I was in the mosh pit for their show at Gizfest and there was definitely a you know, few monsters on that dance floor probably trying to eat one another and <laughs> trampling themselves to try and get closer to the front. But For sure. There might be a close line to uh, Black Sabbath, but there might be a far line in a few other regions. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to play some stuff from my – I mean, if you looked at my their discography that I own on the shelf, you'd probably say they're my favourite band. And they're, they're probably one of my favourite bands, if not my favourite band. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard? Correct. Of course. Uh, so I'm going to play stuff from the first album that I ever bought from them and from there. So I'm going to double down. I'm doubling down on King Gizzard. Yeah, because why not? 
Yeah, I'm not even sorry. I remember you have that list in your room of records you want, and it's all King Gizzard records. Yeah, pretty much. Have you bought them yet? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. So King Gizzard's label, Flightless Records, I own a nut, like I own a lot of their catalog. Um, they're an independent label, like Gideon and I spoke about independent labels before. And they literally just said, we didn't want to go through the process of putting out music on a record label that wasn't, you know, and conform to their system. So they're like, fuck it, it can't be that hard. And they just opened up their own record label. So they've grown and then they were like, fuck, now we need to go international. Guess we better save our money, buy up stock. And they just like repressed a bunch of their albums and now they've, they've, they've taken over the world. Nice. Giz style. Giz fest. Their latest album. Well, actually both of these albums. So the first album I'm going to play, Not A Gone Infinity, was nominated, actually won the Aria for best metal album. Um, uh, epic. In 2004. 15 yeah, or so you're 16 playing more uh, current artists. Than yeah, current. Yeah, I'll play all current yeah. artists. And then their current album that they released this year, if you haven't looked it up, Infest the Rat's Nest, it is a fucking metal jam. Just dominated the metal albums and it is their metaliest of the metal albums that they've ever released. There's just some vicious kick drum happening in there. And again, a lot of Black Sabbath inspired, but the whole premise behind the album, the first half of the album is all about like the death of the earth and the effects of climate change and like, you know, That's there is the no super current stuff, yeah. Yeah, there is no planet B and then it's like all the rich just like they're like, oh, we'll just hit the eject button and go to Mars. And then the second side of that is just like this alternate reality where like all the rich have gone and like all of the rest of the people are just like left on Earth to try and like fix it. Yeah, it's pretty dystopic stuff. One of their, one of their, own, one of their video clips they released for a song um, was actually just a computer game. You just go on and you play it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Tetris old school what kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you just run around a in a rat volcano trying to run away from a horde of rats. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure Ozzy Osbourne played it. He'd see a similarity between some of his earlier uh, I think he would have dominated it. He probably would have. Yeah, been. yeah. He would have been promoted already from head head to head rat butcher. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of rats, Gideon, One man show. <laughs> yeah, Gideon was making friends with rats today, weren't you, kids? Oh, we just found us. Yeah, you're trying to, make, trying to make your own little progression into a metal band no nah, it's a sad story we used to have some rats in the house we found one lying outside on its uh, deathbed yeah jerry has passed away yeah from tom and jerry no <laughs> um all right well that's uh kind of it for glam metal metal we'll play this out and then uh we'll see you next week but next week is christmas so we uh gonna play another genre to play a specific christmas genre maybe like christmas metal <laughs> well I was thinking more like... Word on the street, Ozzy Osbourne has a Christmas album. Ah, okay. Well, maybe we'll get it we'll, for you. We'll dig deep. Otherwise, I was kind of vibing... Um, Kiss for Christmas? Danish Christmas oh, songs. Danish Christmas songs. <laughs> it's actually quite nice. Oh, okay. Oh, if you, I mean, hey, if you're going to bring that. I mean, yeah. You, you, you did try to twist this episode into um, Bollywood covers of the Beatles. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a true thing. We'll play that another time. Covers from in another language. It's all in Hindi. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. All right. Anyways, sorry we didn't play Finnish uh, mu- music for you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>